right, thanks for joining me for Real Talk NFT. As you know, I'm your host, Brian. You know my amazing co-host, Joe. And we have a really special guest here today. Rusty Matveev is the Chief Strategy Officer of Galaxy. Galaxy is a next-generation social platform redefining the creator-fan relationship. Rusty, really appreciate having you on today. How you been? Doing well, guys. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Excited to be here. Yeah, so definitely getting started. We were taking a look at your platform. Uh, definitely a great looking website, building it out quite nice. But if you wouldn't mind just giving us a little brief background, maybe of your history in Web3 and your uh, history with Galaxy would be great. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Again, good you know, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on when everyone's listening. Um, so yeah, my name is Rusty Matviv. I'm the Chief Strategy Officer of Galaxy. As you mentioned, we're a, a combination of a next generation social platform as well as um, kind of the, the the wallet of the future, if you will, kind of like a utility built wallet that you can actually use and do something with is, is, is a decent way to put it. Um, so in my background, I mean, I, I've really been a founder and, and an investor for you know over 15 years now. So aging myself, um, but really uh, <laughs> been with Galaxy and the team here, uh, even sort of predating Galaxy, as you guys may or may not be aware, the two co-founders of Galaxy are uh, NBA player, Brooklyn Nets starting point guard, Spencer Dinwiddie, as well as our other co-founder, Solo Cisse. Um, and so, you know, I've been working with those guys since uh, I think Spencer was spe- uh, tokenizing or securitizing his NBA contract back in like <laughs> 2020. And so we were, you know, part of that effort a little bit and kind of helped, was trying to really help Spencer more on the investment side and kind of formalize some of his angel investments. And he had this vision for what is now Galaxy. And he was like, you know, pretty much asked me to stay to help, help, help out and kind of help build the team. And the rest is, you know, as they say, is history. Uh, but yeah, really, really, I've been more of an operator. Um, so jumped into the investment side back in 2016. But, you know, a lot, lot of, uh, I would say a lot of failures, but good learnings and a, a couple of key successes. And then the Web3 question, I was really like, you know, I was aware of Web3 from back in probably 2015, 2016. And really before that, in terms of being aware, I crossed paths with like looking at things like CryptoKitties back in like 2016, 2017, which was just, you know, as, as you as you laughed there, right? it was a pretty interesting moment to see people spending six and even seven figures on like digital cats. Uh, but it was eye opening, right? And then also like I was at Madison Square Garden Ventures at the time, and we were getting a lot of inbound from like people like Consensus and just you know looking at use cases for what um, Web three can do for you know for as, as a venue operator from the entertainment side, NFTs as tickets, things like that. So I've really been kind of, you know, on the periphery since that, that time frame, and then really dove head, you know, head first from like, I would say 2018 with, you know, jumping with Spencer and Solo with a lot of these efforts that are going on now. Awesome. Good stuff. Thank you for that background. Tell us about Galaxy, how you're trying to like reimagine and redefine this creator fan relationship. Uh, really interesting. Yeah. It, you know, Galaxy is a really unique blended thing from the standpoint that we are you know, yes, we're we're a product that's for the creator economy, as you mentioned in the intro. That we're you know, we're really tackling the creator fan engagement aspect. At the same time, we see ourselves now, especially as as what we're calling a social wallet. Uh, and really, what that means is like even us people in the Web three space, we know the the friction and the you know sort of cumbersome aspects of wallets, and really just kind of Web three overall, not even just you know specifically wallets. And we, you know, through the through UX and through you know through our vision and you know through our design led team here, we're really envisioning how do we a make it easy for everyone to use that sort of you know, first and foremost that was some yeah. of the origin. So the look and feel of our of our you know application and the entire experience you'd have through it is very Web two, right? We put all the Web three stuff deliberately, intentionally under the hood, if you will, 
and allow people to like really be familiar, especially sort of mainstream audiences, really be familiar, right? It's going to look and feel like Instagram, like Twitter, a lot of the social aspects as well as like marketplaces that we're used to, whether it's, you know, Cameo or other places like that. And then on top of that, we took, you know, we, 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 we said, hey, we're in the middle of this, like this ecosystem, right? With creators and, and brands and, and users and so on. How do we like build much more utility into things that actually makes this a useful wallet? And so that's, you know, that's really our mission is to be like the most utilized, useful wallet that people are actually like to check every day and use every day. And it's not just because like they're checking a balance or, you know, we don't do trading or any of that kind of stuff. But there will be a world where you might be able to, you know, we're going out for pizza and you can, you know, you could buy your pizza or split it with your friends or whatever based on just utilizing the app. So we're really kind of trying to get right into the middle of, of an entire ecosystem of being able to touch you know, kind of something for everyone, if you will. And it looks, it looks like you're mostly, you're only on mobile right now, correct? So we're actually, we're a, we're a web app or the, the technical term is a progressive web app. So actually we're on web. Um, we're, we're not in the app store. Again, that's intentional. We, you know, we did build an initially a native app, but we kind of decided against it for a, a myriad of reasons. Uh, some of the Apple stuff, some other things, but really it's just as simple as going to galaxy.com. But because of the progressive web app aspect, which, you know, technically doesn't matter for mainstream users, Everything acts like an app. It feels like an app. You even download the little icon onto your, onto your home screen and you know, it looks like an app on your phone. So we, we mimic that experience without, again, the cumbersome aspects of downloading and, and dealing with like the 30% Apple charges and so on and so forth. So, Rusty, you've been, you have experience in emerging technologies for a while now, for over you know, two decades, and none being, I, I would say, as disruptive as everything you're trying to intersect into one thing. And I'd imagine the goalpost moves like every week because this technology is so national. It's, it's still emerging like, and still developing, right? Um, can you tell us, you know, what challenges or, or the opportunities? I mean, there's just tons of opportunities, but what maybe some of the challenges? Because, you know, it's such a crowded landscape, right? Social platforms and whatnot. Like, I, I, I see how you guys stand above the rest. And personally, for me, I am like an idealistic Web3 <laughs> evangelist. I think every post and video should be an NFT. I'm well documented for saying that. So yeah, can you just touch about you know the challenges and opportunities? Absolutely, yeah. Sounds like kindred spirits. That's awesome. We love to hear that. Um, our CEO Solo is always kind of in that same mindset. Same with our Chief Design Officer Chad, always in that mindset of everything should be an NFT. In fact, on our platform, uh, technically speaking, you know when you when you book an experience, we, you know like you, you can book a video call or, you know, have like an IRL or in real life experience, all of those actual like aspects under the hood are actually our NFTs, but you, you know, as a user, you don't necessarily care or know, at least on that element. So we agree <laughs> wholeheartedly. Um, challenges. There, there's a ton of challenges and it's a great line, great way to put it to say the goalpost is moving on a weekly basis. I mean, something as here's a perfect example, something as simple as just being able to swipe your credit card, right? Like just being able to charge credit card, you would think is such a fundamental table stakes thing that no one thinks about anymore because you know it's web you can pl plug in stripe or plug in whatever right that's not necessarily the case at least on some ecosystems in web3 and then on top of that the goal line moves because regulatory things move and all of a sudden you know the sec might say hey nfts are securities you know and, and that kind of stuff or, or they're not necessarily not securities so there's just a bunch of ambiguity or you know gray area that that occurs that's not anyone's fault from from an operators or from a company standpoint we're all trying to be in compliance and you know have legal teams and and do everything the right way yet things are changing so that that on its own right is, is a great example to point to to say yeah something as simple as just being able to accept payment sometimes is very difficult uh, alternatively i mean you know the, the greater challenges are you know we were, we're very fortunate to have a great network of, of you know even tier one let alone sort of the whole gamut of of creators 
and the idea of you know either migrating their their user base to you know to, to Galaxy or even to sort of their own world. It's not so much predicated on coming to Galaxy per se. It is obviously a massive challenge. At the same time, things like you know the algorithms on social media are ever, ever evolving and changing. So like Spencer, who has you know whatever several hundred thousand followers on Instagram and Twitter and so on, and we have people that have millions. Uh, you know, they used to have any post that would that they would that they would share would have you know tens of thousands of at least like engagement points or likes or views or any of that kind of stuff. And now it seems like about an order of magnitude less than that. And and I think that's intentional. So there's you know there's those challenges for sure. Uh, but again, a lot of the stuff that Web two doesn't necessarily have to face. But that's you know that's the the journey we're all on. How, how does Galaxy enhance enhance it overall? Like, what are the what are the? I guess where I'm going with it's like the special fa- features. I can see you can like sell you can you can uh, send cryptocurrency easily. It looks like you can send NFTs as easy as it is sending a direct message. I see that there's a way to do like video messaging. Can you give me like an overall look of the entire app and how it would benefit the creator and the fan? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So thanks for calling out the sending NFT, uh, sending crypto and NFT. That is a a new release that we just had last week that we announced. So pretty much being able to send any digital asset, uh, essentially like an SMS, right? Um, so it's within within the DM uh, uh, framework. But the point is, is it's very very simple. It's very easy. It takes you know literally a few seconds. Um, so that's really exciting for us. Um, in general, yes, we're a platform that allows you as a creator, whether you're a podcaster, whether you're you know a musician, an athlete, you know what, a YouTube content creator, whatever you might be, some custom, any kind of custom offering that you want is is there and available for you. So the you know we created I think like what are eight, nine, ten basic formats that you can essentially end up white labeling. So a video call is is a video call, right? So you might have you can do a FaceTime, but you can take that and customize it. So like an easy example, Spencer has, you know, like jump shot training. I mean, he probably does that in the off season, not when he's playing for the Nets. But the point is, is he takes what's what we're just, you know, calling straight up a video call. He can make it uh, a one-on-one counseling session, a private tutoring. Like it could be, you know, how to make your YouTube channel better, whatever, like the, you know, whatever the the genre or the, the relevant inter- information is, that's how, that's how it can work. So like we have a chef, a celebrity chef that will give you, a one-on-one lesson, or he can do group classes, or he can come to your house or to your company and, you know, cook dinner, whatever it might be, he could sell his cookbook, you know, and sell physical merch or NFTs. So it's kind of like, you know, a fully customizable, like world for everyone, irrespective of what, what you're actually out there doing. Uh, And that's, you know, and there's more coming that's going to even speak, you know, in the next coming months or next quarter, that's going to speak even more to, you know, to our focus on that area of allowing you to have your own customized world without necessarily having like migrate or come to Galaxy per se, it could still be, you know, whatever your, you know, your stuff you want to be titled, it's your own world, essentially. So um, yeah, it really allows all that to happen on the shoulders, if you will, of like an infrastructure that has, you know, a wallet, a marketplace, uh, a social feed. And so like, you know, you could really do a lot of things with that. We've had very interesting conversations with, of course, creators, but also brands and, you know, and looking at like the sports world, like NIL and, you know, universities and the NCAA and things like that, and even professional leagues where they were really excited about that, you know, that kind of opportunity to have their own entire universe or ecosystem customized in their own, you know, colors, views, et cetera, et cetera, uh, at their fingertips. And really in a matter of seconds, it's not like we're, you know, building full websites or apps for people. That's not our business, but it, it lends itself to that. Hmm. I have a comment and I usually like to jumble multiple questions into one thing. <laughs> so here we go. Uh, I see a lot of Asian companies already integrating everything that you've talked about into Web2. And I don't see that in the Western culture so much. I'll give you an example. Square, uh, which is, I think I think Cash App and Square used to be the same company as Twitter and X. 
but they've never kind of combined mm-hmm. those two aspects, right? Or maybe they tried and the, the people don't adopt it. But in Asia, like WeChat, WhatsApp, everything that you're talking about, like sending money, um, riding a bus even is done through their social app, believe it or not, right? So that's a comment and maybe you can, and, and uh, maybe you can give us some global economics and why, why we're not, you know, pushing that forward here in America. And then another question after that is, uh, you know, you've had experience talking to universities like you mentioned, and I'm not sure how long, if you're still in beta or not, you know, give us kind of what the feedback has been and if that's been, you know, constructive and kind of change your views a little bit and how you are, are pivoting um, with all the feedback that you've gotten so far. Yeah, great, great commentary and very accurate, right? I think WeChat is a great North Star to kind of compare to from the sense of it's an all-in-one, right? Super app, right? It's 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 what Elon Musk always talks about about the everything app. We we, we definitely aspire to that kind of an idea and angle where we again we offer everything you know something for everyone kind of thing. Um, and, and of course with you know with efforts for on the BD side, we, we definitely want to be able to have people be able to you know take a bus or, or buy buy a loaf of bread or whatever whatever it is that they might need to do or share pizza all through you know all through essentially through Galaxy or even not thinking like Galaxy but just just the effort of like adopting digital assets or crypto without necessarily thinking about it, right? We, we, we're on, we're built on Hedera, but we're also, you know, we do USDC as kind of a base layer of, of, uh, of our, of our uh, currencies. And so, you know, the idea is it's, it's like the dollar. You shouldn't even have to really worry or think about it. As far as why the, you know, why the Eastern cultures are ahead of the Western cultures, there's a lot of, you know, a lot of schools of thought there. I think that is in many facets, very accurate. Um, you know, we're very fortunate to have a lot of investors, you know, from, from the APEC region in general, and we've always envisioned incorporating their, you know, their prof- their portfolios and ecosystems into ours. Quite frankly, uh, in, in the early days, with you know, with Spencer and some other NBA players that were like athletes and that were investors and part of like the creator class here, we always used to say, you know, there are more NBA fans in China than there are people in our country. Like, let alone you know the broader the broader APEC region. So there's this exciting synergy potentially there. Um, and then as far as the adoption curve of technology, I mean, it just so happens, you know, even things like you know, if you've been to Korea or like, you know, the, the Wi-Fi is everywhere and it's much greater speeds than what we're all used to. And things like that are just kind of in, inherently there in their culture versus what's going on in ours. And even the acceptance and, and the adoption of crypto, since this is a Web3 you know, web focused uh, podcast, that's a big, a big difference right. too, right? I think most people in right. the U.S. don't really, miss, you know, aren't really thinking or know about crypto or, or anything in that in that world. Whereas on that, on that side of the pond and, and, and world, they, they do. And so that's a big difference. And I think you know, for us, we see it as an opportunity to catch up and looking at things like WeChat, it's a proof point, you know, to point to it and say, look, this is this is clearly a, a happening here and there's a huge demand and it's very successful, et cetera, et cetera. It, it almost feels like it's a perfect storm. You're almost like a one-stop shop, kind of piggybacking what Joe was saying with like you're kind of combining all these apps into one, like the Instagrams, the WeChat. Uh, what are your thoughts on like the so, social uh, fi networks like friend tech that kind of mm-hmm. popped off in the past few months it almost feels like you're combining that technology with and it's an even better technology than what friend tech came out with and almost making it like an instagram version We'd love to know your thoughts there yeah again very good call outs and, and on point we look at friend tech we look at you know things like that and instagram you know, I'm going to say every day, but essentially it's in our minds every day. Uh, we've been building for quite a long time and we've had some 
you know, evolution of, of our product and our vision. Uh, it's been you know more than a couple of years at this point, which is pretty unique. Um, so, you know, we've had the benefit of like looking at when, you know, when BitCloud was coming out and looking at things like, you know, FanHouse and other groups that have sort of risen and fallen over the last couple of years in this in this difficult market. Um, so, you know, we look at it for learnings, right? We, we want to learn from the successes and the failures of others. We want to understand the market and, the, you know, the demand and, and where, where those things lie. And I think, again, we have a really unique uh, perspective and unique like position in the market by virtue of, you know, the, co- the co-founders being who they are. They have this like element that you couldn't really buy into, right? They're, they're sitting in the side, the circle of creators that if I was the founder or if our CTO was the founder, we wouldn't have access to that, right? Even if we had like, you know, large funding, sure, you could pay to play sort of for anybody to some, you know, to a certain degree, but like you're not really getting true feedback and true like buy-in, whereas we've had, you know, hundreds and hundreds of creators buy into us, give us incredible feedback and insight that that I think others would, you know, would pay like a lot of money for, let alone like, you know, would be very, very valuable. So again, I think that gives us like this, hopefully this, you know, at least initial ad- advantage to, to be able to serve the, 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 the market better, right? But again, both sides of it or all three sides of it, if you're including brands and, and companies there, um, that is just different from others. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think that that's, again, a fair call out. And I think that's, that's how we see it. Um, yeah. and, and also we're very collaborative, I would say, like, while there might be things that look like competitors, we're, you know, we're eager and open to work with, with everybody, including, you know, everything from like other chains to like when we were a social token project, you know, even to this day, like we'll happily work with social tokens and accept more and more, you know, kind of like we want to be ubiquitous. So we will we'll, we'll yeah. work with yeah. you. I, I might've missed it. I, or I think you said, did you say something about Hedera? What's your, just like looking under the hood? I mean, not to confuse everybody that's, you know, watching the, the, the podcast here, but I would love to know like what blockchain that you're, you know, you're on and how you look to develop that further. Yeah, absolutely. So we, yeah, we're built on Hedera, right? So we're natively built on, on the Hedera ecosystem. Um, it's, uh, it was a deliberate and intentional uh, decision. We had, I think, our, our choice of all, you know, kind of all the chains in the early days when we were just kind of looking at where to build on. Uh, I think so Solo and Spencer decided on Hedera for, again, a, a good variety of reasons. I think like they're kind of, a, in my opinion, again, personal opinion, they, they're very much a sleeping giant in the, in, in the space, right? Like they, people may or may not be aware of them or aware of each part of their, you know, their, 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 their digital asset, their currency. But if you actually look a little bit deeper and look at who their you know, governing council is and what, what kind of entities are involved, it, it is pretty like impressive. And, and, you know, you'd be very surprised to see like people like Google and Boeing and, you know, very large companies that are that are part of their governing council. So I think like that's among the, the numerous reasons that why, why we chose them. Furthermore, you know, we're looking at this, you know, we want to be interoperable. And at the same time, we want to be able to like, you know, to really grow to each community. So like if we go to Flow or, or, or Polygon or Ethereum or whatever, we want to have the exact same experience that we offer, you know, now to any chain and have it be, again, very frictionless, very easy to sign in, very easy to like not, you know, not even think about the fact that you're going over a bridge or, or, or doing anything, you know, wrapping anything like that stuff's just not present in our UX. It doesn't need to be. At the same time, if you're into that, we, you know, you can customize your, your, your experience to, you know, to be able to see all that stuff that's under the hood now. I, I can unpack further, but that's uh, hopefully that kind of address what you're asking. Yeah, that, that's no, that's great. That, that answered the question. So what's what's the security like whenever you're sending like a peer to peer NFT through something as easy as a DM? Curious how that all breaks out. Yeah, it's a great question. Obviously, I'm, you know, full disclosure. I'm obviously not the chief technology officer. Security is a focus. We, you know, that was primary, primary in, 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 the, in the planning and architectural phases of everything. Right. So it, it is very much 
uh, on the forefront and top of mind, but we're also utilizing, again, the, the infrastructure of Hedera, which is born out of like the DOD and I believe if I'm not, yeah. if I'm not misquoting, but born out of like, you know, that kind of infrastructure, they're essentially like, I, I, this is, I don't want to misquote again, but they're like blockchain or distributed ledger for enterprise. So like that's in their DNA, uh, you know, for Google to use, you know, uh, a blockchain technology that's already like, you have to assume that that's, that's part of it. So, you know, we definitely rely on that. At the same time, we have a very strong engineering team with, you know, with years of experience across a whole, you know, gamut of sectors, including, you know, security. Uh, and so, we, you know, we're, we're very active on that space and very aware, even from like, you know, things that aren't necessarily like the physical security, but more like closer to like, you know, the, 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 the spamming and the phishing and like that aspects of stuff, right? We've actually taken away, we're working on this like name service aspect. So the idea of, you know, sending uh, digital assets through DM, you're kind of taking away the public key aspect. You're taking away, oh, whoops, I missed, you know, I miss <laughs> misprinted a number or, or a letter and now the money is just gone kind of thing, right? We're just doing, yeah. you know, yeah. at Casey or at Brian. Like that, that idea is it's, it's your name now. So like that makes it a lot easier for, for and, and a lot less sort of daunting for regular users to come on here and, and you know, and actually use, use this, uh, this world. Coming from experience, Rusty, what's the, or what's something that you're super excited about or idealistic about? Um, I, I'll give, I'll go first. I'll give you an example. I, I want a world where one day, you know, we have NFTs and we don't have to um, bring our airplane tickets. They could just scan my body. And <laughs> so what's, what's something that, you know, bring it down to earth a little bit more that you're working on with uh, a galaxy that uh, you're super excited about or that you want to see come to fruition? Because uh, I find those things really yeah. exciting. No, for sure. Funny, again, small world, kindred spirits here. Because I, I, in my past, you know, working at places like Madison Square Garden, which obviously the owners of large venues and, and MSG Sphere going on in Las Vegas. Uh, and, and prior to that, actually did very specific uh, work for, for the airline and travel industry where that was exactly my vision was your face is essentially your ticket, right? You can walk through a venue or through an airport and it's all ubiquitous. And it, it, it knows who you are uh, to the, all the way to the point of, you know, I, I helped invest and found technologies that were essentially a video and audio stream just to you as you walk through around anywhere. So imagine you're walking side by side with hundreds of people in an airport or in a venue and, you know, you're getting your own voice in, in English and Spanish and Mandarin and, and, you know, in any language and it's just to you and it doesn't disrupt anybody else. Hmm. So like that is a really exciting world for me where like, you know, kind of like Amazon Go, like if you're familiar with that whole concept where you walk into a store and you walk out, you don't have to stop to pay. It just, you know, it just gets yeah. taken care of in the background. I'm definitely excited about that. Um, that's a little macro. Um, on the Galaxy, on the Galaxy front, I'm I've always been very curious and excited to see what use cases. I'm going to call them creators, but to me, grant you know, creators are brands, brands are creators. It's very much you know one and the same to me. Very curious and excited to see what use cases creators will will, will start like just you know putting out there, creators and businesses alike, because we're just giving you like the tools, right? You can go do whatever you want. Like I mentioned earlier, there's you know there's comedians and chefs and podcasters and you know athletes and you know, people that are like The Bachelor or Dancing with the Stars winner and like people like that, that can offer just such a wide variety of things, you know, and, and it's interesting to see how people engage with their communities. They know what their communities want. And so they're just touching base with like their, you know, they're like, um, they're super fans. And I, I could even see this extent to like, you know, Comic-Con and like 90s con and all these things that have fandoms. And now you have your own world. So we're taking kind of like, you know, you mentioned friend tech earlier and some other things like taking sub, you know, Reddit and subreddits and, and, and discords and all those kind of worlds and sort of putting them together and adding this beautiful layer of like, you know, 3D, 4D in terms of like the social experience. So then making it all very, very easy to navigate and not feel just like a chat room of, you know, 1999 kind of thing. So yeah, I, I'm, among many other things, that's definitely what I'm excited about. 
Yeah, I love that. I love the user interface and just the, well, I shouldn't say the ease of onboarding, I should say. Um, misspoke that with user interface, but the ease of onboarding, you're just combining all these aspects that in Web3 are a little confusing for everyone. Just to sign up for like a decentralized wallet can be daunting for somebody or sending an NFT. Did I get the code right? Did I get the address right? So it's great to see that you're kind of combining all this into just a nice user interface where it's you know easy for creators and brands to interact what advice would you give any brand or creator that wants to launch on galaxy how they would you know leverage the platform you know start you know messaging building their fan base anything that you could give uh the audience a shout out there for yeah again thanks for the sort of for the lead up of the layup right i think uh, for the assist i think you know a, like, there should be no reason to have, not to say that people are necessarily intimidated, but like having had many, you know, countless conversations out there with, with more of the Web2 world, you know, people are in fact intimidated, right? Like, what does that mean? How do we know? Accounting, legal, like there's all these aspects that like, you, you know, you maybe don't think about as you're sort of preparing to like venture into this world, let alone even at the individual creator level. Like that's a risk too, to like all of a sudden communicate on a new channel or any of that kind of thing. You don't want to alienate fans. You don't want to have, you know friction or work for your fan base to go do at the same time, the advice I would give is essentially like add it to the arsenal, right? Like meaning you're already doing the exact same work to post on like, let's say if you're talking about these creators, right? To post on Twitter or Instagram or any of these platforms, for the most part, you're doing kind of the same legwork and then you're just, you know, printing it. Or if you have an agency that's doing it for you, I would say, you know, adding us to the, to the mix. And then hopefully we, you know, we prove ourselves to you and win out just in terms of the usability and the functionality of the tool sets that you love, you know, that you love and become an evangelist organically without us ever necessarily, you know, speaking with you because the tool just works so well for you. Uh, so that like, that's definitely one of the things I would, you know, w- w- would encourage us sort of, to, you know, of course, to just try it. I, I, obviously I'm biased. Alternatively, I mean, for, you know, f- for the brands of, of the world, that's a, it's a whole different can of worms, but for them, it's like this again. It's the I think of it as almost the future of loyalty and the future of advertising, like loyalty 3.0, if you will, and 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 really just like kind of give them this Nirvana vision of like what do you actually want to accomplish, and and we could show you at least partially show you exactly how that can happen in a totally different way that's way more engaging, way more direct, and you sort of either cut out middlemen or or able to offer more value directly. There's just, you know it, it's hard to speak about it in abstracts, although you know I can give you a thousand use cases. But I would just say it's, you know, it's a lot, it's, it's sort of taking the leap and, and kind of being eager to just try it and then having the faith that people will actually, you know, do it. Like, I think if, if you provide the right value and the right incentives, your users will follow you. If content is king, especially for creators, again, if content is king, you're, you know, you, the creator are in charge of that. And so like people will follow you. It doesn't matter what platform you're on. And, and, and there's a lot more value to be extracted, quite frankly, both like tangible and intangible by, by doing it this way. Yeah. What? We're finally, at least up here in the Bay Area, we're finally starting to see business use cases roll out, like actual ROI increases uh, with, you know, the adoption of Web3. Um, so, you know, having tools, social media to able to just pair with what they've already built, I think that's very, very important. Uh, so I'm excited to see kind of like this new age of NFTs. Uh, we are an NFT focused podcast versus, you know, uh, nothing wrong with profile pictures and artwork, which we both love. <laughs> um, but you know, having actual use case, um, economic impact and just benefits for mm-hmm. the community. I think that's uh, impactful because, you know, we're giving away our information to Facebook and they had that whole lawsuit, right, with data. Same thing with Instagram. There really hasn't been any innovation. It's been the same thing. We don't own any of our information. Um, that's why I'm so bullish on just everything being an NFT. And in the future, we mm-hmm. got to we gotta do this podcast on Galaxy, don't we? 
<laughs> Absolutely. Love it. No, I think those are, again, I keep saying this over and over again, but I, I should have known that ahead of time. I you know, listened to a few of your podcasts ahead of this conversation. And, you know, you guys are obviously, you're on it and you get it. I, I think like we love the idea of ticketing. We love the idea of, of you know, uh, the royalties and, and being able to sort of continuously benefit off of whatever this NFT is. And again, utility is everything. So those use cases that you're talking about, absolutely, right? I think that we, we keep seeing in the news everything from like, you know, Adidas having an NFT uh, marketplace or like Disney coming out with their Disney pins collection. There's so much that we're seeing in it. And it, it seems a little like almost sometimes even I think our marketing director was saying too on the nose of like a collectible, a digital collectible. Like, like here's a sports car, right? And, and like that use case is great. And there's definitely fans that want that and need and, and, and can have it. But it can be broadened up with like just light, you know, light like tweaks. It can be broadened and open to like new people and, and, and not just exclusively super fans that could really dive in and like, you know, just by virtue of getting some kind of like opportunity to win something like, again, not even, you know, those are not novel concepts, but just like taking, mixing some of the sort of like web two and web three ideas of, of what it is to like, you know, to do, to market or to, you know, attract users and, and make the NFT just the, the delivery mechanism, you know, again, making it so like, that's not the difficult part. It's it just part of, it's built into your like, you know, the way, the same way you might get cash back on your, on your credit card or whatever it might be. It's the same kind of elements, you know? So like, I think you're right. Utility is, is, is everything. Last question I have, and I saw it on your website. Do you have a token or you launch a good token? Yeah, that's a, yes, there is a token. Uh, is that a loaded well, question for you? <laughs> I think, you know, towards the path of decentralization, right? There was a foundation that was launched that's called the Creators Galaxy Foundation. It's, it's a separate entity of Galaxy. No one at Galaxy has necessarily anything to do with the foundation anymore. It's been, you know, properly decentralized. There's stewards. There's a whole, you know, whole group of entity there. The token is the CLXY token. Um, it is, util- it, it can be, and it is utilized um, on Galaxy and, and hopefully other projects in the future. The Creators Galaxy protocol is a protocol. It's like a, on top of Hedera. And so essentially, you know, things like, well, of course you could send crypto you know, through DM on our platform. So you could send CLXY to, to each other if you wanted to, but also it, can, it serves as, um, as things like gas fees and also things like, uh, um, govern, you know, governance uh, within that ecosystem. And so if, if, as long as you're a CLXY holder, you can you know, make proposals and vote on, on things and so on and so forth. So yes, there is, but it's not, it's, you know, it's like one layer removed from actual Galaxy proper to get a little technical. Yeah. I love what you guys are building here. My wife has a uh, online business and she, she derived most of her business and followers, tens of thousands of followers on Instagram. And I'm always like, kind of like chirping or like, hey, we need to get involved with Web3. We need to make some of these things NFTs. So I am absolutely going to get her to sign up on Galaxy because I'm always pushing. I was like, content's king. Like, you want to be on YouTube. You want to be on Instagram. You, you want to be on as many available content sites. And, and her followers, just like you said earlier, migrate to where she goes. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if she started doing stuff on Galaxy, what was... Um, what was the uh, – I'm, I'm blanking right now, but uh, the Twitter uh, – was it Twitter had a social platform that came – or Facebook had the social pla- – not social platform, but uh, – Threads? Like a, their version – yeah, Threads. Yeah, I was oh, blanking okay. there because it was like one week. It was like the hottest thing ever. And I was like, just make a Threads account. See what happens. And all of a sudden, she's like, I'm up to 22,000 followers. It was like in a day. And I was like, well, everyone just migrated over. Now, she doesn't uh, work on that platform as much anymore, but really her mainstay is Instagram, but definitely love what you're building. It has a very similar feel, kind of the new technology. So 
you got one more user coming later today. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Thank you. So we, we definitely appreciate it and excited, excited, you know, of course, happy, you know, happy to offline and excited to show, show them anything, show her anything. Um, look, we, we, earlier you guys both said, right, the, being able to, your data and being able to like, you know, directly own your, 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 your community. We're huge believers in that, right? I think it is your community. We want to empower you all the way to, you know, thinking things like, you know, could you could you earn referrals or commissions on any future spend of, of, of the people you bring to the platform? Right. Could you um, you know, could, could you uh, if you wanted to leave Calyx here, you know, can, can do you have your email list or your phone number list? We want to make sure that creators have that. We're you know, we're founded by creators, as I mentioned earlier. Awesome. So like, that's in our DNA. We want to make sure that's there. Uh, and, you know, it, it just seems like the right thing to do. Like why? Essentially, like I always like point to like even Joe Rogan, right? Joe Rogan went to Spotify. They paid him what, hundreds of million, a couple hundred million dollars to join. But on that same day that they made that announcement, I'm pretty sure their their you know their uh, stock um, their market value rose like eight billion dollars. <laughs> so like clearly, yeah. there's a ton of value to extract well beyond the couple hundred million they gave him. So we want to like you know bridge that gap and bring more power to the creators and to the creator economy, so they can realize much more of that eight billion dollar number versus. The 200 million, not that any of those numbers are, you know, too, too shabby if it's the edge of the spectrum, of course. But, you know, that same idea applies along any, you know, any um, any value along the chain, right? It doesn't matter if you have 100,000 followers or 100 million followers. Awesome stuff. Rusty, thank you for joining us today. Uh, we definitely want to give you a chance to call out, like, if there's a website or where to direct our uh, our um our users here, who are our, our audience, I should say, and where they could find you, where they can find the website and how they can get started. Yeah. Thank you so much. Again, appreciate you guys having me. Great conversation. Yeah. Please check us out at galaxy.com. Right. So that's, that's as simple as that. Uh, as far as me, uh, if you care to follow, uh, uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Rusty Matbeev, Uh, But really, you know, at, at Galaxy will have all, all the stuff you're, you're looking for. And we encourage everyone to check it out. And at this stage, it's pretty awesome because we get to really interact with, you know, with users and, 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 and partners. So like, it's a great time to really like, you know, if you have an ideas or that kind of stuff, it's a great time to to, to chime in and, you know, we, we literally have reacted to people saying, hey, you guys should do this. And we consider it and factor it in. So it's a great time to really just chat with everybody. So again, really appreciate you guys having me and, and looking forward to, to talking more. Great. And we'll make sure to put those links below the uh, podcast here so everyone can access it. Rusty, really appreciate you joining us. Uh, as the platform grows, we would love to have you back on learning about like all the new creators and brands that you've signed up. And uh, thank you for joining us. Thanks, Rusty. Appreciate it, guys. Thank you. Oh, it's